Guitarathon is the greatest guitar sale on earth, and it's happening now. Get massive savings on a huge selection of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, pedals, and other accessories. Get select Ernie Ball strings, three for ten. Save $100 on a Fender Special Edition Strat, or get a Yamaha acoustic for just $199. Plus, get special financing on select major brands. Don't miss these incredible deals. Available online and in store now through November 1st. Guitarathon, only at Guitar Center. Find your sound. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a June 16th Friday edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer at many places these days, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian, and your host for Locked On Blazers. Welcome back to Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. The Locked On Podcast Network is the fastest growing sports network, and if you want to join the Locked On Podcast Network, we're looking for a sales manager. And if you're interested in that position with the Locked On Network, Send an email to lockedonpodcast at gmail.com. So if you're interested in joining the team, that's lockedonpodcasts at gmail.com. Welcome back to the show. Uh, it's been a little while since we, we had an episode. We did a little, we had a lot more space uh, in our episodes this week. We had the episode on Monday with Anand Pandian from the Blazers Banters panels, writer here in town as well, covering the league. Uh, and it was a great panel. Jason Quick, Joe Freeman were there dropping knowledge. I was there as well on the panel. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, lots of great turnout, uh, from folks, lots of passionate Blazers fans. Also just, it was really fun, you know, to get together and just talk basketball with people at a time when we, we have no basketball right now. Uh, and I know that there's going to be lots of summer basketball. We have the big three coming up with lots of former Blazers that are going to be in that. The the, the three-on-three half-court tournament that Ice Cube is putting on with Roger Mason, and uh, who's a former NBA player. And there's going to be lots of former players playing in that big three, but just not going to be as much NBA, not as much, you know, you know, nightly basketball to talk about. So, uh, fun to get together uh, as a, you know, with other Blazer fans and, and, and just talk and, and, and talk about, you know, especially before the draft too. We got so much to talk about before the draft. The Blazers have three picks. It's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty exciting. It's one of the biggest points I think for the Blazers in this, you know, in the, in the future to really improve their team with these three picks. And, also, too, uh, I, I think there's just you know the buzz from the end of the season, how things ended with Nurkic. I think people are excited, and so uh, you know, really uh, fun to to hang out with folks at Century Bar on Wednesday night. Uh, thanks again to Anand for uh, organizing that. It was it, it was really cool, really fun, and uh, w- w- had a great time. So thank you for for those that came out and. Uh, 
next time we have it, you should come out again and hang out with us. It's a lot of fun. Some folks weren't weren't happy when Anand asked, you know, what's my crazy wild prediction when I said Carmelo. And those of you who have listened to the show know uh, exactly why I say that. Obviously, I I, I don't think uh, he's going to come here. Uh, I don't think he's going to waive his no trade clause. And you know, and and talking to people too around the league, it, it just sounds like you know that that's very doubtful that he would waive his no trade clause to come to Portland, but. Uh, you know, it does seem like the, the Knicks are trying to do something big that's, you know, been reported. It, it, it's also something that I've heard. And so, uh, you know, we'll see uh, what happens come draft time uh, with the Blazers picks. And also, too, you know, we just got done. Uh, I just finished recording my last little bit for the Locked On NBA mock draft. And I will say, too, you know, if if, if the the amount of trade proposals that the Blazers got is are any indication of what the real market is like, Neil Olshay is a busy man right now getting a lot of offers because the Blazers have three picks. And will it get them a star that's going to, like, catapult them to contender status immediately? No, I, I don't think that, that those are the deals that are on the table for the Blazers. But I do think there are ways and avenues for the Blazers to improve their teams. And so uh, I, I think that this is going to be a big moment coming up. Uh, the NBA draft now less than a week away, six days away. A week from now, we will be rehashing what happened during the draft. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Also, things that are a lot of fun when it's not raining in Portland, which it is right now, are going to shows, going to soccer games, going maybe heading up to Seattle and go to go to a baseball game, go to a Hillsboro Hops game. And there are lots of different ways for you to get tickets, but I think the best way to get tickets for sports or concerts is from SeatGeek, our longest sponsor. Buying tickets online for sports and concerts has always been a confusing process. It's always hard to find that best deal for the game or show you want to go to. And none of those older established ticket sites want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell their tickets. When I went up to the show, to the future show in Seattle last weekend, bought those tickets off SeatGeek, was super easy, found the best deal, and got some great seats, had a great time at the show, and, and had a lot of fun. And and it's the first place that I go when I look for tickets to a game or a concert. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it, it, it's just it's just very convenient, very easy, and, and pretty seamless. And they do all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites to get you the best possible deal. And they help you get the most bang for your buck with their deal score, where they rank deals from 1 to 100. So you find underpriced seats that are right in your budget. But the best thing about SeatGeek is that all of my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. And to get that $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code and enter promo code LOBLAZERS. And SeatGeek will send you $20 after you made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOBLAZERS today. So, uh, as I mentioned... Things are starting to heat up. Draft time is here. Uh, I think think players, you know, players, coaches, front office people. I think lots of people are starting to get a little bit antsy, starting to get a little amped. Uh, the time has come. Uh, to quote the great philosopher John Cena, the time is now. I would say, and uh, Portland has a lot of, of opportunities here, and I think there's going to be lots of chances for them to improve their team. Uh, I don't want to spoil the locked on 
NBA mock draft before our, our, my picks uh, come up uh, in the draft. Uh, but I, I think obviously Portland is going to go best player available. Jason Quick at the Blazers banter panel also kind of reinforced that that you know that's usually Olshay's prerogative is to just take the best player as an asset and and have him and then try and trade him later it, even if even if it's not necessarily a fit uh, exactly with the current roster and something that's going to help the Blazers really take that next step as a team on the court tomorrow I think. He's going to take the best player, the player he believes is the best asset for the future to package in a trade, to entice another team to maybe take on a more expensive long-term contract. I really think that uh, that is is the avenue that Portland will go, and obviously uh, other other people who pay attention to the team and follow the team closely do as well. So lots of interesting options and I, I was presented too during the live. I'm not again. I'm not spoiling anything here, but I and you should definitely listen to part one of the Locked On mock draft on Locked On NBA, where David Locke breaks down all of the prospects with Mike Schmitz from Draft Express, one of the best scouting minds in basketball. So definitely check that out, and he's going to be doing that for all the picks. So so definitely make sure to check that out. And also we're doing a Reddit AMA where we're going to explain our picks. Uh, and, uh, that's actually happening today. So, uh, going to explain the 15th pick that the Blazers had. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, we took, we took Zach Collins, uh, with that pick since we are going to unveil it and talk about it in the Reddit AMA today. So, uh, you can ask me about that. I think he was the best player available when it came to, to the number 15 pick. And so had to take it. But, um, I, again, I think best player available, is going to be the course for the Blazers. Also, too, they just, in my opinion, they just don't have enough talent to 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 just pick based off of positional need. I think they just need more talented basketball players on their team, whether that be on the defensive end or guys that can create and 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 do their own thing with the ball in their hands when they're on an island. I I think it's it's just it's they have to they have to get more talent. They're just and they're not. And the other thing too, I, I think defense should be the priority. But I, if someone who's a really, you know, really talented offensive player is around or available via trade or what have you, um, I don't think the Blazers are good enough offensively either to say, "Hey, we're good on offense. We don't need to to worry about that." Uh, I, despite how 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 explosive they were on the offensive end when Nurkic was in the lineup. I, I think I need to see a little bit more of a sample size before I can say, hey, they're going to be a top five offense for the entire 82-game season. And and last year, they when they had Plumlee, they were sixth in the NBA in offensive rating, but I think a lot of that was buoyed by their offensive rebounding. They didn't have the same offensive rebounding this year than they did last year, and I think they could just use more talented offensive players that can create a little bit and shoot some threes, but obviously, you know, you, you're talking about uh, a guy, you know, that's an ideal situation, and they're just, frankly, I don't think there are a lot of guys on the market that can do that, and, and beyond the top 10, top 12 of this NBA draft, I think it's also really hard to find guys like that in the draft, so uh, Portland will have to make do, but uh, I, I do really think that there's... Uh, uh, you know, really good chance that uh, the the Blazers 
you know, I think they're just going to go best player available. And actually, uh, you'll be able to listen to me explain why I took Zach Collins with the number 15 pick later today when the Locked On NBA, the portion of the Locked On NBA mock draft comes out today, which is going to be the middle first round picks, which of which, of course, the Blazers are included. And then you'll be hearing from me again, but I'm not going to do anything else because I think there's there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to want to talk to you about that I do not want to spoil. So definitely make sure to listen to the Locked On Network mock draft on Locked On NBA with David Locke. We have Mike Schmitz there breaking down the picks from a scouting perspective. I don't think you're going to find a better pre-draft podcast than the Locked On mock draft. So definitely check the Locked On mock draft out. We're going to be talking about our picks today and through next week on Reddit MBA, our MBA. So, so definitely be sure to check that out as well. Uh, the Blazers do not have a lottery pick, but uh, several guys that I think are projected to be lottery picks have started to get their invitations to the green room. Uh, and, and maybe some guys that are on Portland's radar uh, are, are in the green room. Uh, a couple of guys I think that could be in their range and have worked out with them. Justin Patton is one of those guys. Uh, John Collins, another guy who's gotten uh, uh, an invite to the green room who could be in Portland's range, also could fill a positional need. He's kind of a athletic, jump-shooting big man who can run the court really well. He's seven, you know, 6'10", 7 feet tall, close to that, uh, big dude, but can run the floor, uh, really athletic, and shot really well from three, even though he didn't shoot the three a ton in college, and, uh, you know, it seems like as a part of his workouts, he's really trying to showcase that he can shoot, so that's another guy, I think, you know, Jarrett Allen from Texas is another guy that I think has been in Portland's range, people have talked him out uh, for the Blazers, and uh, Harry Giles, another guy that came in and worked out for Portland, uh, has also been invited to the green room. So uh, the green room invites so far. We've got, of course, you got Lonzo Ball, Markel Fultz, Zach Collins, who I, I took with the 15th pick in the lockdown mock draft for the Blazers, De'Aaron Fox, Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac, Josh Jackson, Lori Markinen, or Lowry, excuse me, Malik Monk. Dennis Smith Jr. and Jason Tatum. And then obviously I also mentioned John Collins, Jared Allen, Frank Nilatina, uh, Luke Kennard, Donovan Mitchell, another guy, two guys who I like actually um, at, at kind of the two, three spot uh, in, in the league. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, maybe not three, but maybe he could with that length that he has 6'10", wingspan tj lee from ucla and then bam Adebayo has also received a green room invite so uh you know most of the guys that i think we we anticipated uh maybe some of the the sleeper guys i think like uh semi ogile you know that he hasn't been invited to the draft maybe he's not that surprising um because he there is a possibility that you know maybe he does fall maybe he does slip and so um the nba usually tries to bring guys that they that after surveying the league that they think are going to go in the first round but every year there's always a couple of times they get it wrong where guys end up in the green room until the second round and uh it becomes the the Aaron Rodgers situation uh kind of where the camera's on him over and over again but uh it 
it's uh it's gonna be fun i'm very excited but the green room invite list is out uh and lots of guys that the blazers are looking at have been invited so uh it just keeps on getting more exciting as we approach draft time another announcement this week came from the nba after the finals ended and the Warriors finished the Cavaliers which by the way uh you know congrats to the champs gotta say it you know uh they were by far the best team in the league they went 15 and 1 they had a 15 game win streak something we've never seen in the NBA before in the playoffs uh and they they were just absolutely dominant and I you know the funny thing is is Portland uh, played them almost as well as pretty much any other team did. Uh, Cleveland obviously played them the best because they got a win, and they also had a couple of other close ones down the stretch. They needed that Kevin Durant three-pointer in Game 3 to to basically win the series and go up 3-0, that KD three-pointer over LeBron. Um, the defense was phenomenal. They were all over the place. They, they were just uh, – it was kind of like watching uh, the Dream Team uh in you know the the tapes you watch of the dream team uh it, i think it's as close as the nba will ever get to having a dream team and the scariest thing for the rest of the league is that they're young they're going to keep growing and they'll probably get better so um portland has their work cut out for them uh but as i mentioned the the finals are now over and now we look ahead we already have the draft like i like i mentioned in six days there's also going to be the awards the nba awards banquet which i don't think any blazers are going to be up for any of those this year but um the summer league schedule was released yesterday on thursday and they're going to play the utah jazz the boston celtics and the san antonio spurs in their first preliminary games before they get to the tournament portion of summer league so they will be kind of like their their group so to speak the jazz will be game one at three o'clock at the cox pavilion on espnu they're going to have the games on espn nba tv espn2 uh espnu excuse me and and both of those and they play the boston celtics who it always seems like they play these these three teams, it feels like. Uh, they always make sure to play them at least once. Uh, I think they played Phoenix last year. But anyway, they play Boston at 5.30. That'll be a good matchup. Uh, they got some some good young players that, that are going to be coming over. I think Ante Zizic, who was the Adriatic Player of the Year, I think, a couple of years ago uh, over in Europe, who's supposed to come over to Boston, is going to be on the Celtics. So that'll be a nice little matchup uh, for the Blazers. And then the Spurs... Um, they take everything seriously, and that includes summer league. This is where they found Jonathan Simmons. Uh, this is you know I don't know, maybe Kyle Anderson's going to play in summer league again. I don't know. Uh, uh, Deontay Murray, who, uh, all, all those guys that the, the Spurs, the young Spurs are going to be there. So I'm sure that'll be a tough matchup as well. And Becky Hammond uh, coaching the squad. Uh, usually it, it's a tough matchup. So uh, the, the the Spurs. You all, it's always a good test to play the Spurs, so they will face them last in the preliminary rounds. Also, the Summer League roster is going to include Pat Connaughton, Jake Lehman, and Tim Quarterman, according to Mike Richman of the Oregonian. So uh, they'll be around for at least then. All of those guys, I think, have non-guaranteed deals. 
because they're second round picks. So uh, they'll be potentially fighting for a spot on the Blazers. It'll be interesting to see. You know, they're on the roster right now, so maybe that's a sign that the Blazers don't anticipate to pick a bunch of freshmen uh, or, you know, rookies, excuse me. But uh, they are going to have those guys uh, that were on the roster last year and then perhaps some other new rookies uh, on the team. So uh, could be a good opportunity to see some new blood for the Blazers out there Uh I don't think I think Noah Vonley has finally graduated from summer league, so that that I think that's good news that the team thinks that he, he he's kind of graduated from that and and uh, it, it's time to see some of these other guys maybe shine. So maybe we'll see Jake Lehman become a bigger part of the offense in summer league this year. Connaughton got a lot more uh, run in summer league. Last year, at least, not more run, but more usage. He had the ball more, was really more of a focal point of the offense, and I expect that he will be again, but I, I also expect Lehman to to be a bigger part of the offense and maybe have a couple of those uh, 15 field goal attempts games like he had at the end of the season in the regular season this year for Portland. So uh, summer league around the corner pretty much, less than a month away, starting July 8th for the Blazers in Vegas. Going to be a lot of fun. Summer League is always great. It's the uh, NBA summer camp for adults. And it's going to be great. So uh, lo- love me some Summer League. Getting very excited. And getting excited for the draft. I mean, this is this is, this is is uh, a great time, again, to be an NBA fan. And uh, even though the Warriors are looming here in the Western Conference, I, I, I really do think that uh, Portland is in a really good spot, a really interesting spot. To, to make something happen and really improve their team. On, on a lesser uh, news note, Evan Turner uh, was tweeting yesterday, talked about how Mello would would help Dame and CJ a lot. Thank you, Evan, for for giving my theory a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit more love because I think he would. But I, this is all a moot point. I know. I'll stop. It, it, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to speak it into existence. I just, because it's so many of these trades. Now, not going to say the trade that I made a trade in the Locked On Mock Draft. Not going to tell you what it is. It is not, it is a good trade. And it's way cooler than any of the trades they can do with the Knicks outside of trading for Melo. And so I, I, that's the thing when it comes to all these New York rumors is that none of them really do anything for me. They're just like they're either, you know, shipping a guy off to cap space, um, maybe moving up to the eighth pick where you, you don't really know about which guy is going to be there and whether, you know, who's going to be there and if that guy can help you really next year, which is what Portland really needs for Damon CJ. Uh uh, all those trades don't really do anything for me. And so uh, th- that's why I keep on getting hung up on the mellow thing. Cause none of the New York trades are good. They're just not for Portland and or, or fun at all for either team. Like, I mean, they, they want to get rid of mellow, obviously uh, Phil Jackson does. And uh, that, that's, I'm, I'm trying to speak into existence, but I'll, I'll leave it there. Uh, but, but I think there are a lot of trades that Portland can do to make the team better. There's lots of guys. I think, there's a lot more guys in the NBA ecosystem, I think, than we realize that are available that teams would be interested in giving up and swapping with maybe some of Portland's more established players. Like 
Alan Crabb or Evan Turner or Harkless uh, or, or Myers Leonard. Uh, I, I think that I think Portland could get maybe you know a little bit more value than we assume here, um, or at least than a lot of I think the group think has us assume, which. I think when you look at the math, it's still very negative. I understand that, but I really do think that Crab could Crab plus a pick could get you something better. Uh, I, I think Evan Turner plus a pick could maybe get you something better, depending on the team that you're dealing with. I I I, I don't really I don't think Portland has to confine themselves to just a straight salary dump like. Alan Crabb, Evan Turner, Myers Leonard, and Mo Harkless, and anybody else, pretty much on the Blazers. This is not an, a Golden State situation where they need to they need to give up two first round picks just to get rid of Andres Biedrins and they trade him to the Utah Jazz. Like this is not this is not at all like that. And I feel like the NBA economy that we find ourselves in now, where teams are even now after last year where they just did not care about cap space at all. Now, once again, they're kind of more conscious of that. And I think even in that, I think Portland is okay. They don't need to just unload a guy just for space. And also too, one of the things that Jason quick brought up at, at the panel that we had the other night was, um, you know, that, that, you know, and and something that I've noticed too, and I noticed it a lot last year when in any of his media availabilities is that Neil O'Shea doesn't think that free agents want to come to Portland. And, and, and that's, you know, for better or worse, like, you know, that can, could be an attitude thing as, as, and, and, and I think that if he thinks that guys aren't going to come to Portland, cap space doesn't mean anything to him because if the cap space is meaningless when it comes to getting players, why is it all of a sudden going to mean something when you need to create it because you're going to be running up against the tax? And I think Paul Allen wants to pay for this team, is willing to pay for the team to win, wants a return on that investment. But I really do think that you know cap space doesn't really mean the same to Neil Olshay and the Blazers as it does to other teams uh, in other markets that have a better track record of getting free agents. And uh, I, I think probably the the thing that will happen is Portland packages a pick with a player in hopes of getting a player that can do something more for this team and, and, and be more of a help. So uh, I'm excited for the draft. I think there's a lot of, of cool stuff happening. Uh, shout out to Evan Turner for giving the mellow trade an endorsement. I will tell you that that is not the trade that I did because we can't force the Knicks to waive Mello's no trade clause. Uh, and so uh, I, I, I think I think Evan Turner and I we see eye to eye basketball wise. So shout out to you, Evan. Uh, and uh, I, 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 it's going to be exciting. I'm very 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 pumped for the draft, uh, and, and we're going to keep having uh, lots of analysis for you. We're going to keep getting guests uh, and, and and to talk about the draft and, and break it all down and. Uh, definitely check out the Locked On NBA Mock Draft. It's I don't think you're going to find anything like that. I, I, it's not just a shameless plug for the network. It is something I've never listened to before. You have uh, an entire network of, of team podcasts drafting based off of their teams. It's all locally focused. It's you know lots of guys that are thinking about their teams all the time and thinking about what they need to add. So I think it's a really cool concept for the mock draft in audio format. We have every 
team explaining why they made the picks. And then we have uh, a kind of a scouting breakdown. Uh, so very, very cool stuff. I think you should check it out. Uh, I don't think you're going to find anything better before the draft or anything more fun really before the draft. So check out the Locked On NBA Mock Draft. That's going to do it for us this week on Locked On Blazers. Thank you for listening. Thank you if you came out to the Blazers banter event at Century Bar on Wednesday. And keep it locked here. Send questions. Send emails. If you want to sponsor the podcast, hit us up at LockedOnBlazers at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Eric underscore Gunderson. And follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnBlazers. We will see you next week, draft week, and on Monday, I will let you know what the big trade was for the Portland Trailblazers in the Locked On NBA Mock Draft. Until next time.